Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Daniel Dozen, episode number 51, election night 2020. Just as we've done before, we are here to cover the debates, to cover yep. the results, to cover the the uh, the unending cacophony of whatever the fuck that was yeah. that they build as the first debate. Let me let me set up the night here. It's September 29th of 2020, the last day of September. Is it the last day of September? The second to last day of September, and uh, I. I'm accompanied by the one, the only. What's your name? Uh, it's Paul Scapley. There he is. He's always been a guest when it yeah. comes to the uh, the political themed episodes. And um, the debate just ended. We uh, we watched it, and I think we're just gonna start at the very beginning, and we're just gonna run through that shit show because that's what it was. That it was, was ridiculous. It was bad. That was not at all a like professional version of a uh, debate. No, not at all. I mean, I mean, you kind of expect it from Trump at this point, but yeah, but you, there was nothing to it. No tact. It was just Chris Wallace at one point had to say, "I'm sorry for uh, raising my voice, but you guys are. So why shouldn't I?" Yeah, yeah, I did catch that. Yeah, he he, he was talking um, to Trump like he was a child. At several yeah. points. Like, like he was scolding him in class. Uh, I do want to say this, that Joe Biden's first words on stage that got picked up by the mic, um, they were directed at Trump, and they were, how you doing, man? <laughs> how you doing, man? How you doing, man? So we start with the first question, which was related to the Supreme Court uh, nominee, uh, Amy yeah. Barrett. Barrett. And, um, you know, Trump, uh, Trump said basically his party won the election. It's their duty to uh, to to nominate her. Biden is playing the role. Um, excuse me. Biden is of the position that they should wait until after the election to uh, to uh, to fill that seat. Mm -hmm. um, it, within this first question, Trump accused Joe Biden of socialism. So he, he made sure to get that in in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, you got it. You got to make sure that Joe Biden as a socialist is on everybody's mind throughout the next <laughs> hour and a half. It, it got ugly fast, I thought. It, it went in ha downhill quick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's hard to even like remember precisely like which answers went to what questions because of how quickly they got derailed and um, sidelined into other things and other topics. And how many times Chris Wallace had to tell them, well, we're going to get to that topic in a minute. Let's just try and keep on this. Because they yeah. were so wanting to charge forward at each other. Yeah, and exactly. I think I made it to the fourth question in turn. Like, I, I was writing down what the questions were. Uh, and I'm looking through my notes right now. And at one point, I, it says, question five, question mark. And then question, question mark. Uh, I have another one labeled question, whatever. It just kind of seemed like after the first three or four, it just kind of like just became it, a mess. Yeah. Uh, that he, he started just saying like, okay, we'll have open discussion, which would, which was actually just bickering. It was just arguing. Yeah. It yeah. was not formalized debate. Nope. Nobody was trying to make Joe Biden was trying to make points, but um, it seemed like 
all all that Trump wanted to do was make jabs. He brought up Hunter. He, he brought up Brazma. And, um, you know, Joe Biden didn't want to go into the family stuff, but it was like Trump was not very shy about it. And, oh, uh, you know, I, the, I, I, don't think, I don't campaign. think Biden was ready for that, that question about his son, because like it, it, he kind of seemed to like take a step back at that point. Oh, well, still, it's it's like. It's like you said, yeah, you had a problem and yeah, he improved upon it, but it's like, why is he carrying the sins of someone else? You know, and I, I know that's political life, but, you know, if you look at the other side, Trump has. So many different emoluments, considering his family and his businesses, that it's like astounding that he would stand back and try and point that finger. Mm-hmm. But um, I do, I do want to bring up that uh, that Biden in his response was talking about how Roe v. Wade is on the ballot, and I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, Trump responded by saying, "You don't know that. That's not on the yeah, ballot. It's not, you don't know why it's on the ballot. Ballot, and um, it, it is very known, like." It's she is from a religious conservative background. Like it's not it's not a question about what her view is. Like I I don't know why he would make that um, that charge that anybody at this point reading the reporting doesn't know what the the incoming justice functionally opinion on most of the key things. Yeah, because you can look at her history, and she has yeah. a history of, of being anti-LGBTQ, anti-abortion. Um, I, I don't know what, what his, if he was, like, trying to appeal to, to like, the left there, or that, that just caught, kind of, that comment caught me off guard. It was, it, I don't know. It, to me, it's kind of ad, ad absurdium. It's like, he's almost trying to say the most absurd thing that he could think of. Just, to throw him off and, and uh, I don't I don't know if anything substantial was gained in this evening's conversations I, I don't know either um, at one point during this first question Chris Wallace the moderator tried to rein Trump in and, and Trump responded by saying I guess I'm debating you not him yeah and that's no big surprise which is like my uh, my wife had to step away for a while. She was mm-hmm. like, "This is like too much conflict for me." And I was like, "Yeah, no problem." And uh, she came back in probably about you know half an hour later, and she said, "Who's winning?" And I was like, "I can't tell you because this is not like this isn't a traditional debate. In a normal debate, I could tell you, you know, somebody's making better points, somebody's looking stronger. Uh, in this case, it's squalling. And um, and then right as I was saying that. Donald Trump started getting at Chris Wallace and they started having a back and forth. And I was like, and normally a candidate doesn't do this, does not start arguing with the moderator. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It it was, uh, yeah, that was just, uh, the first instance of it becoming a circus. It became a circus pretty quickly. I thought it it just descended into chaos very quickly within the first Um, 15 minutes. I mean, within the first question, I, Joe Biden told him to shut up. Quote unquote. Yep. Quote unquote. Shut up, man. Yeah. So we uh, we move on to the second question. It's topical. It's it's hot right now. You could say. Oh, you it's see. what it's what's getting the kids' dicks hard. Uh, COVID nineteen. 
Joe Biden uh, blamed Trump for the uh, you know for for the current um, amount of deaths they, in America. Um, said that he uh, he lacked leadership when facing this pandemic, while Trump said that the country would actually be worse under Biden, claiming that, that there would be million. millions of deaths. Yeah. Which uh, is the estimate based off if the government did literally nothing, if we continue to operate normally. Yeah. I, I, I did. You know what? One thing Trump did say was uh, he was talking about China, Russia, and India. He was like, they don't exactly give you straight numbers. And I will say, I, I don't for a second buy China's reporting of like of the pandemic numbers. And um, I mean, sure, you can you can believe their official government's reports as far as you can throw them. But uh, that's not the point. We're talking about America's numbers because mm-hmm. he's the American president. And uh, right. That's that's where we have effect. Sure, we we do things for those other countries like we export. Uh, whatever medical equipment they need whichever country comes up with the vaccine will end up exporting it to all the other countries so i don't think that's what he was talking about though and um yeah it was it many times trump pulled that pulled out these red herrings and uh i remember specifically when um joe biden was talking about the taxes and the debt and saying um I think he was trying to establish a connection with Russia and, and uh, Trump made one of his little remarks and he's like, yeah, 3.5 million from the, the mayor of Moscow's wife. And it's like, he's trying to get these little, little teeny jabs inside. They're like little needles for his, his supporters to say, yeah, he won that one. He got a point there. And, um, that, in and of itself that he's just willing to say any red herring to make you pay attention to something else and make you think it's a W for him and not answer for anything is uh really telling about his yeah. style. Um, so, I mean, he, he also Donald Trump, president Donald Trump, uh, he also claimed that several Democratic governors uh, thanked him for his response to the pandemic, uh, failed to cite a single one. Yep. Uh, no did names. not give a single name. Just just said Democratic governors. And said calm. And um, I believe that was one of many statements of which uh, Joe Biden laughed at. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden looked down, laughed. Um, he composed himself fairly well, given the situation, yeah, I would fairly, say. But he, he did start doing the, um, the jump in shit too. I mean. Oh to, yeah. By the end of it, they were, they were just both going at it. They were pigeons. And yeah. To an extent, like with the style that, that Trump was bringing to the table, that's kind of all you can really do. You can't let him just sit there and command the time and the space. You have to fight back. And um, it's it's not civil. It's not the way debates are supposed to be run. And obviously, uh, Chris Wallace was really on the receiving end of something some of that shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I mean, um, he, uh, poor Chris Wallace. He he tried, I think, at some times, but it, it, he kind of like went back and forth between like trying to lay down the wall and then just like giving up. Yeah, 
and and softballing it and not really and just being like fine you guys want to you guys want to duke it out go go swinging um trump claimed that his his comment about injecting bleach into your body to, wasn't uh, to sarcastically. The virus was was uh, wasn't an act of sarcasm i don't think that's true no no if you look at him at the time it, it seems sincere yeah he 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 backpedals let's be real because you can't forward pedal. Okay. Third question. It was about the economy. We're talking numbers. We're talking dollar bills. Fun employment. Fun employment. I have not experienced it. Uh, no, I did experience a month of un- unemployment about a year and a half ago, actually. Um, Trump said that under uh, under Biden's presidency... Uh, he will quote destroy this country. Destroy, destroy. Uh, also, I do want to bring up really quick uh, another quote that came up during this third question was it was from Donald Trump, of course. Um, the quote was, "By the way, I'm the one who brought back football. <laughs> I brought back the Big Ten. I I started cracking up. I was like, yeah, Roger Goodell had no say in that whatsoever." Yeah. <laughs> what a, I, I, that's a statement I, I you couldn't have asked me to write that statement um satirically satirically like uh, making an appearance in a presidential debate in i don't know 50 years i would have come up with it on year 52 believe me but <laughs> but 50 nah um this kind of led into what was essentially the fourth question um, but Chris Wallace what asked into? Trump if uh, if it was true that he only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in tax returns and federal tax returns in twenty sixteen and twenty seven. Uh, to which Trump claimed he had paid millions upon millions of dollars in income taxes and other taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that quote down. Um, but New York Times is currently reporting that uh, he basically ran a tax gamut to. Um, inflate his assets for lending purposes and then deflate his assets for uh, tax purposes. And Mm. to which Michael Cohen has um, uh, testified and uh, went to prison for the facilitation of. And um, yeah, Uh, he, as soon as he gets out of the seat of the presidency, if he gets out of the seat of the presidency, um, he will face charges for that. More than likely, it seems like everybody who's in the position to make that decision is signaling that, at least. But um, uh, millions, 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 millions. Um, at one point during this question period, period of debate, period of screaming at each other, uh, Biden said, "Quote: You're the worst president we've ever had." Bang. He slammed worse than Buchanan, right? though. Worse than Buchanan. Yes, Taft. You think so? No. I don't know. I'm not. Buchanan I'm not, let I'm, the country I'm, slip into a state of literal civil war, which is kind of like what we seem to be heading towards. So, you know, I guess we'll see. Uh, Biden also called Trump a clown during this question. 
You two bit clown. He did. Called his ass. Y'all, like... <laughs> Y'all floozy. He's just resorting to like 1950s <laughs> like insults. Yeah. Yep. It's the only way he um, knows about it. All right. So we we uh we we step into question we five, were. maybe. We're talking about race issues at this point. Yeah. Something that I love to hear two senile old white politicians talk about. Yeah. Honkies. Um, Chris Wallace asked him about the uh, the rise in homicides in both uh, both liberal led and Republican led cities. You know, you could look at like New York um, and Cal and uh, um, the state of California. But then he, he also specifically cited Republican led cities like Tulsa and Fort Worth. Hmm. What do you think about that? What do you what do you think about the rise in homicide like over recently? I think it's it's general unrest. I think the president hasn't been helping with the. Uh, and even tonight, he was asked point blank. One of the final questions was, um, would he uh, like disavow um, white supremacists and um, white supremacist militias specifically? And he said, oh, give me a name, name somebody. And both of them said Proud Boys. And then. He said that he wanted them to go be poll watchers. Well, so okay, he, so did because I was watching it, and but I would, you know, granted, I'm I'm also on my phone during it. I'm like reading tweets and stuff about it. Like I'm react, I'm reacting to it the way everybody else is reacting to it. Um, I thought he brought up the Proud Boys unprompted, like when they when they asked him to denounce white supremacy. I thought he said, uh, I thought he's like, hey, proud. The quote was, Proud Boys stand back and stand by. Um, yeah. But did, did Trump not. and Wallace actually bring up the Proud Boys? Uh, um, Joe Biden and Wallace brought up the Proud Boys. Or Bi- Biden, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I wasn't aware of that. I didn't catch that when I heard it. He he tried to as though he couldn't he couldn't name one off the top of his head. Mm-hmm. Well, he could have just said, he could have just denounced white supremacy, like in general. It was such an easy softball question, and he just botched it so impressively. Well, yeah, when he shanks these kind of questions, that's his signal to white supremacists that he supports them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that whole quote says it, stand back and stand by. That's not, that is not telling them, oh, you know, accept the results of the election. And, you know, don't, don't, you know, overthrow the government that's saying, wait, now is not well, the time. Yeah. Stand by that. It means hold your that order has the implication that there's going to be more direction in the future. In the future. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was one moment I, I was kind of flabbergasted. I was like, how do you fuck that up? Yeah, that was that was a big one, a big one. So we move on to question. I don't know. Um, yeah, it is. This is usually the last question that you get asked, like in a job interview. But the the question was, why should people vote for you? Yeah. Uh, Biden touted that he fixed the recession. Excuse me, the recession back when when Obama was in office. Uh, he went head to head with Putin. Um, Trump basically just kind of like relied on the typical like fear mongering tactics, talking about how 
under Biden, it's going to be like a, a socialist, anarchy, you know, people jobs. in BLM in the streets robbing you, like addicted to drugs. They'll be shooting whiskey out on the streets, selling shoes on the pavement, <laughs> dropping needles, uh, <laughs> stealing your light bulbs. Yeah. Building pizza joints under the guise of, or building sex, child slavery dungeons, amusement parks under the guise of pizza joints. I don't know. Any other thoughts on that question? Um, Joe Biden didn't bring up uh, Trump's. Uh, court cases in the 80s that he lost saying that he kept out black residents from his properties and uh trump brought up the the 90 what four crime bill that biden passed about super predators which is which is valid i think sure yeah i i just don't like you can reform stuff Mm mm-hmm and then he just said, he's not for law and order. He won't say law enforcement because he'll lose the radical left. And then he just, <laughs> Joe Biden responded by saying, I support law enforcement. And Donald Trump threw his <laughs> hands up and said, you just lost the radical left. No, Joe Biden, I thought had a, I thought his, probably his finest moment was when he was talking about race relations in America. And he was talking about how, you know what? Most cops are good. And there's just a few bad apples and we need to take that care of that. He's like, and what I want to do is like, I, when, when I'm president, I want to invite civil leadership yeah. into the white house. I want to invite law enforcement leadership in the white house and we're going to sit down and we're going to work it out. And I, I thought that was great. I was like, yes, you should bring both sides to the table and just fucking hash it out because this is a problem that's not going away. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to make sure that that was Biden. You did say Trump. Sorry, I, I have Trump on my mind because he's, how can you get away from the guy? He um, just, thank he, you for correcting me. Yeah. Um, um, but yes, that was, that was Biden who, who said that statement that I was just talking about right now. Yeah, and I, I agree. It's a, it's a very good statement. It's the, the right way to take things. That was a stellar moment. I, I, he, yeah, I think he should isolate that clip and, and put it in a political ad, to be quite honest. Yeah. You should clip um, so we, we we move on at some point to a uh, a question about climate change. We're you know we're we're talking about the uh, California the, fires. Yes, exactly. Not even just California, just just the fires West in general. Coast. How they happen every single year. How they get worse every single year. Um, and uh, Donald Trump was posed to base. A very basic question was, do you, do you believe that humans contribute to, to climate change? To which he responded, to an effect, yes, but we also need forest management. And that's one the thing that he really, he really rode during that question is he kept going back to, to these fires not necessarily being a problem um, as a result of, of climate change and man-made pollution, but rather that it was for poor fire Mid- management yeah. as a result of the state. Yeah. And, and uh, I found that funny because he was saying that, you know, those, there are trees that lay there for years and years and they dry out and they're so easy to ignite. Um, if it, these fires happen every year, 
are the trees there for years and years? They didn't hey, have hey, it's, it's, a, it's a good point. It's a very good point. Uh, I do want to bring something up that happened during the uh, the climate change question was uh <laughs> I don't I don't know if Joe Biden was all there or what, but basically he was asked about the uh the uh the Paris Accord and the, the yeah. Green Deal. He was ta- he, he he promised to to rejoin the Paris Accord if he if he became president yeah. and then he was talking about yeah. the the Green New Deal. And um this exchange this is literally what he said. He's like, yeah, he's like, well, the Green New Deal would pay for itself. And then Trump was like, oh, so that's what you support? And then Biden immediately responded, no, I don't support I, the Green New Deal. Yeah. <laughs> I started cracking would, up. I was like, wait, what are you doing? It would, uh, the, the, his claim, uh, Donald Trump's claim that it, was co- it would cost $100 trillion. I, I, I like threw my head back and laughed at that because it sounded so like evil supervillain high of a number. That's the, the infeasible volumes of money. It's just not a real number. It, it, it's unthinkable. You have could we ever had, entire nations with that much money. Have we ever had, uh, what was it? It was a hundred trillion thousand. One hundred trillion dollars. One hundred trillion dollars. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Has there ever been like a hundred trillion dollars of anything like in the history of this planet? Total commerce, maybe. Yeah, total. Co- if you count, even like, then, how much of that is like imaginary money? Yeah, yeah. Or like you know, like stocks values. That's it's not real money. That's valuations, stuff like that. But um, I think, yeah, maybe you could hit that number. But uh, I think it's once again, it's like it ridiculous. It's super villain high. There's. It's not based in reality. No, no, no. No, no, no. There's no way. Um, I, I have a note here that um, upon the end of this debate, we were taken to the CNN newsroom where we had several news anchors there, um, one of whom was Dana Bush, who did not have the first word after it, but uh, she was given her time to respond. And, and she said, look, I'll just say it like it is. That was a shit show. Woo! She said this live on CNN, like, and you could feel that she believed what she was saying because it was. It was. It, it was, was an hour and a half of two bickering. men who are completely out of touch with America, and they just yelled over each other for the entire time. White you know, octagon, octagon. just flat out lying about each other. Like it was, it, I haven't seen anything like that. It, it was hard to watch. Hard to watch. It was. I I, I was cracking up. Uh, I was watching it with my roommate. And a lot of the times we kind of looked over at each other and we're like, "What the what the fuck, fuck? are they talking about?" Uh, there was a point, uh, it was during the final question, which they displayed at the bottom with a, uh, a typeset, uh, what do you call that? Klaxon? And um, fucking Donald Trump was off about something, whatever it was. And I said, I leaned over and I said, that's what the question was. <laughs> and uh, 
at the end of it, Chris Wallace said, uh, uh, Vice President Biden, if you want to respond to uh, Mr. Trump's last question, he said, I couldn't tell what his last question was in the middle of that rant. <laughs> and uh, Chris Wallace yeah. laughed. I was like, fucking what? Joe Biden's up here with the jokes? Shit. Joe Biden's over here with the jokes. Who Crack do you off. think? Let's, okay. Let's say it got ugly. Let's say one of them stepped away from the podium and started making a move towards the other one. Who do you think wins that fight? I don't know. Trump's big guy, but I think uh, Joe might have the reach on him. I think Trump isn't that physically fit, but uh, I don't know if Joe's got it in him. I think it would be a good fight. I think it would be a good fight. I don't think Trump has ever been in a fight in his life. No. I think Joe probably has been in a few, but like you said, they're both old men. Yeah. I think I think Joe probably gets like one really good hit in, and then it just gets broken up. <laughs> and then and you have that, the right arguing that Joe sucker punched him. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the cover of Time magazine. <laughs> Joe Biden laying one on to fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> Dude, people would get that fucking tattooed on them. I would buy that like a first edition Captain America. Like, god damn. That's getting framed and put up on my wall. That is history right there. Yeah. That's the last time somebody punched a sitting president in the face. Never. I don't think that's ever happened. I don't believe so either. I mean, somebody's definitely put a bullet in a sitting president. But... Yeah, or attempted to do so and received a harsh caning. But, you know. Yeah. You know. So uh, I was a little bummed that we didn't get any commercial breaks. No, nothing, dude. It was it was straight bangers. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm. I treat this like entertainment. I treat it like a football game. Like <laughs> I had a couple beers during it, and I was like, towards the end, I was like, "Yo, I gotta, I gotta go up and relieve myself," but I do not want to step away from this dumpster fire that is going down in front of me right now. It was a train wreck. My yeah. God. My God. What are you thinking is going to happen with the vice presidential debate? I think it'll be, it'll be an organized debate. I think there will be talking. I think it will be a formal debate. It will look like the way the presidential debate should look. And then we'll go yes. back to the presidential debates and it'll be the same shit over and over again. Mm -hmm. I, I agree completely. I think Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, Mike Pence will actually treat it with the respect that it deserves. And the decorum and conduct themselves in like a fair, civilized manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Fucking we we all know who's doing this. And Chris Wallace had to stop and look at Trump and tell him, you know, your campaign agreed to two minutes uninterrupted. Please adhere to that. Mm -hmm. And Patty's like, whoa, he had to like, like, scold there. And I was like, well, yeah, I had to. Because like, if he keeps doing that, he, there's eventually going to have to be a point where he has to throw up his hands and say, okay, look, the debate's fucking done because you're not following the rules. So that's it. Go home. Yeah. 
And that's not good for him. That's not good for either candidate. That's not good for the network. So he doesn't want to do that. So he's going to do everything in his power to stop himself from pulling that trigger. So, yeah. I mean, let's be let's be real here. They if they really wanted to, they could have muted. Yeah, they could have cut their mics during the time when each other was speaking. But it's a show. It's CNN. They want ratings. They want they want clips that they can talk about for months. Like I think, they're not going to do that. I think that's what they should do. I agree. I absolutely agree, but I don't think they will. Yeah, you're right. But um, if you know that if the dignity and the decorum of a of a formalized can't be held up by its own participants, that it should be reinforced by the structure of the debate. That we have the technology to do that. We have the capability to do that. If Donald J. Trump, the sitting president, won't shut his fucking mouth during his the other candidate's time, uh, make him. What is he going to do? Shout? Like he probably would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him to just storm off at that point. Really? Okay. Final question. Final question. Huh? How much cocaine do you think Donald Trump did before stepping out onto that stage? I don't know. He said he was willing to do a piss test. Did he really? He didn't say whose. Exactly. He just said he would participate in a urine test. Urinalysis, yes. He would he would be there. He would be present. He'd be in the room. Yeah. That was that was uh his thing like the week leading up to uh today was uh challenging Joe Biden to take uh, a piss test because he thought he was taking quote unquote performance enhancing drugs. And I thought that's some of the funniest shit ever, but I already know what he's trying to do. He's trying to get urinalysis so he can see all of his medications and then try and be like, oh, look, he's a frail old man. He's got this disease and this problem and this problem and this problem. You can tell because of the different medications on because of the drug tests I ran. He's not of a sound state of mind. Yeah, he's on. He's this on. was the plot point in the second season of House of Cards. Really? Uh, yeah, Kevin Spacey's character. Well, it's not related to medication um, um, specifically, but uh, Kevin Spacey's character basically convinces the sitting president to release um, his records of like phone calls, emails, blah, 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 to the to the public in order to win over their trust. And um, in this. Uh, you can see visits to a therapist and then the, the opposing party basically uses that as a talking point to take down the, uh, the sitting president. Um, House of Cards is pretty good. I never finished it, but. Yeah. But I mean, uh, like, yeah. And I, I'll just, I'll restate. Um, again, the, the fact that Donald Trump was willing to go after, Joe Biden's son and Joe Biden wasn't willing to do it back was was something because man Kim Guilfoyle Donald Trump Jr. Ivanka Trump Melania Trump they all spoke at the RNC so paid for their their appearances all of them are employed by the um, administration which the first lady that's you know that's normal 
Well, but, yeah, that's to be expected. I mean, let's yeah. let's not let's not kid ourselves and say that like bringing your family into politics with you like wasn't a thing before Donald Trump. But bringing them and business in at the same time was is is unprecedented. Yeah, I, I don't think it was done to the extent that he did it, but uh, I mean, you, you could look at the Kennedys, you, the Bushes, of uh, you know what have you, but uh, yeah, dynastic families. Or attempted mm-hmm. dynasties in the Clintons' case, but um, which is funny because that's kind of like like I feel like he I feel like Donald Trump was such a response to political dynasties. Like people were like, I don't, I'm tired of seeing the same fucking family over and over again. And yeah. then it's like, what does he do? He takes his family and then puts them into positions of power. Yeah, and then tries he uh, it, it came out a little while ago that he wanted uh, Ivanka Trump to be his running mate, his vice, and. Um, and Donald Trump Jr. expects to become the president after his father's next uh, term. They they expect it to become a political dynasty. Yeah, so. I mean, that's terrifying. I, I hadn't really given a lot of thought to Donald Trump Jr. running. Do you think, do you think the right would vote for him? Probably. I, I, have, I have no idea. I don't know, the new right, whatever it's called. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. But I have a clue, personally, yeah. because I'm not of that mindset. Right. I don't know. It's, um, I, I, I still think, I don't think this debate did anything to change anybody's opinion about either men, to be quite honest. No, not super fruitful in that endeavor. No. I uh, think, if anything, it just, it just made people like, realize what a fucking circus this is that we're dealing with. Yeah. And that, uh, well, hopefully enough people are tired of the circus. Enough people want to go back to, you know, boring old news days where the president met with the ambassador of whatever and they shook hands and and said, isn't it so nice that we have relations? Yeah. And the president doesn't pop off on Twitter and say something about a foreign nation or some American company or some Starts fucking shit about some soap shit. or something. Yeah, it, like you know, hopefully people are just tired of that. That they're tired of the the dog and pony show, and they want mm. us to have a fucking government again, run by adults who want stuff to get done. Yeah, frankly, he did. Uh, Trump did say at several points that the um the results of the election could take months to find out. Yeah. Yes. And that uh, due to the fact that some uh, states are willing to accept ballots that are postmarked um, previous to the end of the election, but received uh, after the election, will uh, slow down the process and cause it to drag on. And that the detection of uh, fraudulent ballots and unsolicited ballots and doubles and blah 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 will yeah, take. Oh yeah, we didn't even get into that. That was a whole that was a whole period of discussion during the debate. Yeah, fraudulent whether or not yeah. ballots are are fraudulent, are are legitimate, unsolicited ballots. That was all yacked up at some point, and uh, my God. Like, I can't believe we have a president that is actively sowing disfaith in uh, government systems. 
Well, he wants an excuse to stay in power. Is is what everybody presumes, but the when when we make contact, when the friction starts to happen, and the wheels start turning, um, he's going to need something to drive that momentum forward. And it doesn't seem like too many people, at least say in the military, are willing to actually stand up and try and defend the presidency. And uh, it would create a constitutional crisis. Our government would be utterly haywire and uh, it will be very scary and unstable times. Because our president did not tell people to stand down and violence is not the answer. He told them to stand by. Who do you think is going to win? I hope Joe. I'm not saying who you hope is going to win. Who do you think is going to win? Well, there it is, folks. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. This whole conversation has kind of just brought me down, to be quite honest. That's what I do, people. I take I take the hits for you so that you don't have to. You can empathically be completely uh, like a punching bag for people, just like absorb all the damage. And That's then what I'm great at doing, and then I like take the hits Mama and Bird, keep on rolling. you digest them for them and regurgitate them. Yeah, and just they, they get nice little. Little spoonfuls. That's a perfect analogy, Paul. Just let me spit in your mouth, people. <laughs> Open wide, because <laughs> here it comes. Here comes the choo-choo train. <laughs> Daniel does it is on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Twitter at Daniel Doesn't. Instagram at Danny Warbucks. Paul. Plug your shit. Uh, I am uh, streaming most days except for Tuesday and Wednesday on uh, twitch.tv slash redrook990. I am also on the Twitter at dpsblair, and uh, I have one for the streaming, which is Redrick Streams. So uh, please join me there, and uh, we can have some fun. Absolutely. And don't you fret. There's a lot of things coming down the line. Of course, we all know about last word on football, the the football, the NFL based podcast that I'm producing starring Seth Applin and Ryan Hawks. We all know about the upcoming, uh, the upcoming video podcast where me and one of my guests will be taking acid. Uh, and then we will be tripping on the podcast. We all know about this. Um, you got more election episodes coming up. We're going to be talking election night, obviously. Oh yeah. Obviously, you know, this go back into my prior episodes. You can find all the election episodes if you, if you really want. Um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. You know what? 2020 has been a hell of a year. 2021 might not be much better, but I, uh, I'm hitting the ground running. Good. Thanks, everybody. Love you. Love you.